When goal setting counts in your life, it doesn't become a unusual rhythm. But in recent years, especially when I am studying research, and in research, there's a couple of theories of how people are motivated. And one of those theories is so through social cognitive, which is pretty much goal setting. People believe themselves capable, so I guess the practice of self-efficacy, to accomplish things. And once they accomplish things, it's very motivating to move on to the next goal. Well, this makes a lot of sense in 2022 because there's a billion things going on at one time. And if you do not have goals in your life, it makes sense that you would be scatterbrained and either one, you do nothing, Two, you try to do something, but it's just not working. Or three, you're focused. You have a goal in mind and you accomplish things little by little. So being a mom, I was everybody's everything for many years. And I actually on Facebook saw that three years ago from yesterday, I um, had written a blog that said I was renewing my mind to take care of myself more. And me and my husband were shifting as well because, I mean, the productive side of our partnership wasn't the only thing that needed to be there. We need to have romance, and that was a need. Um, but also, we needed to be cognizant that we have to take care of ourselves physically and mentally. So I had gotten this space in which I'm recording this podcast in three years ago and decided that I was going to have a space in the home where I could be myself, where I could create, and where I could retreat to when things got busy. The goal for me wasn't really clear at that time. The only goal I had was to better care for myself. The steps to reach that goal started with this room, but it nowhere did I know that it was a plan for me to go back to school. Nowhere did I know it was a plan for me to start not just one business, but two businesses. And nowhere did I know was it me figuring out the blending between a virtual learning and in-person and basically reinventing myself as a primary teacher post-COVID and, and innovating different ways to meet student needs in the 21st century. Nowhere did I know any of that, but my goal started with just the simple goal of taking care of myself and taking care of my marriage. Well, I bring that up because our kids are no different. In fact, they're even more susceptible to being lost and overwhelmed and just confused. So because they have so many options, the world's constantly going they constantly have a screen in front of them, which, I mean, right now is part of life. Um, my kids get taught off a screen. I teach off a screen during the day. And that perspective was put in my head through my um, friend at school who's a sub. She noticed how often we teach off of technology. And so that is just part of the culture of this generation. But at the same time, there's so many tabs they could be on. There's so many clicks they could do. And then when they get in the real world, the schedule's so packed. There's so many different places and different people that they're seeing. So where do we start? We must, as the adult, help them 
start with some goals. The goal in the morning, to wake up, brush your teeth, and get ready. After that goal is met, it's to sit at the table and eat breakfast. After that goal is met, it's to have your shoes ready, your backpack ready, ready to go. You need to be ready to go by the car. When the goal is met, um, we need to be out the door in 10 minutes. Those are all mini goals. They're no longer directions. Your directions have to be super intentional to be framed as a goal. What do you want to accomplish in this moment? What do you want to accomplish in your life? I realized the last two years in the classroom, a layer of classroom management I had to add to my class. And it was very evident when I started mid-year in a class. Now, granted, it was my second year starting mid-year in a classroom because of something desperate. Um, about 2009, I had to start mid-year after the recession in 2008. I had quit my job because I married into a new town and there were no jobs. Well, this classroom had been left in kindergarten, first, second, and third grade, and then I was entering in. Because of, you know, behavior, academics are low, the needs are high. And then I come into this classroom last year because the class, and, and it wasn't, you know, anything. It was COVID. You know, the teacher had left for personal needs. Then there was a long-term sub, and then there was me. But that class was in disarray as well. And so I had to go in there with the little months I had left to get them caught up as best I could with goals in mind. And starting this year new, I, I can't get away from it. My kids are on borrowed time. I don't know what COVID's going to call. So I actually manage them to have partnerships in the classroom, a relationship without burnout, but I also make sure that I set the bar high and give them goals for their school year and life. So whether you're in the classroom or whether you're at home with these children, in the 21st century, you need to work that social cognitive motivation and go ahead and set your goals for them up front. When I was in first grade, I told them the things I want to happen in this room this year is PAW, because we were the PAW Patrol. I said I wanted work in partnerships, academics, and world-changing attitudes. Because when I walked in that room, I knew I'd had to change some attitudes about what was present and what was allowed versus what it could be. And that's what I did. And that class was unrecognizable because I always put their goals in front of them. We worked one goal at a time. We started with our relationships and partnerships. Then as I got that in order, I could get their instruction, more instruction and tailor it towards their needs. And then we hit those academics. And then in the academics, when things got hard, it was evident we needed to pause and take the time to work on those world-changing attitudes. This year in my classroom, we dance we're so much better when we're dancing. I love to theme things after songs. So when we dance, we're going to do our part. We're going to always be safe because in kindergarten, a lot of times they don't know their safety boundaries. Then we're going to never give up because their hearts are still very sensitive and, and just newly moldable. 
We're going to co-create our world. I want them to participate in lessons and create their own world with their own thoughts and their own participation. And then we're going to encourage others. I've seen too many times in the older grade levels where the words and the actions of students are put downs. And so I wanted to train this class that our goal is to encourage others and not to put them down. When we're at home, we always encourage our kids that their, their education comes first. We always encourage our kids that you need to have a good heart. If it's not helpful, it's hurtful to your heart. Now, are you hurting the other person's heart? In our family, everybody's heart matters. And we're responsible with our school. Now, that's the goals that we have in our family, that we take care of each other, that our hearts matter. And for us, me and my husband, it's about bringing them up to be the type of character and the person we want them to be in life. Now at school, I'm pretty sure they have very specific goals for them personally as well to be productive and practical in their classroom. But regardless, if you want to have a relationship with these children without burnout, Goals need to be part of the plan. When you set high expectations for your children and you have those goals in mind, you show the child, um, you just give them the opportunity to believe in themselves and you show the child that you see them for where they can go with their potential. And it's motivating when you know another person thinks of them that way thinks they can do something that they aren't really thinking themselves capable of doing. It's very strong for your relationship, but it's also strong for that child to know that they're not alone and they're not, um, I guess they're not stuck. They're not stuck in just their own beliefs. And if any human was, we'd never get anywhere because most of the time we're our worst critic. So it's important that you set goals, whether you're at home or you're at school. And it's important that these goals are part of your relationship. And in response to those goals, I will put a disclaimer. You, you need to be gracious and merciful with it. As we go through goal setting and enter new territory, I always tell the kids how hard it is. But we never give up and we encourage each other through the way. And just keep on telling each other, you can do it. We got this. You can do it. And then challenging each other, what next? What do you think we're going to do next? What would you like to do next? So that they can continue to develop, especially as the world continues to change. Thank you for your time, and I hope you have a great day.